This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. And you can hear the cheer around the ground here. The clapping, the smiles, the singing. Everyone is really, really happy because Brentford, we've got our Brentford back. Griffith Park today, Stoke City came down. Champions elect at the beginning of the season. They were the team that everyone says is going to go straight back up. They got players on 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, 120,000 pounds a week. They've come down to Griffith Park and we ran rings around them. Just like we did when we went up to Stoke early in the season. We couldn't get the point there because of a silly mistake. But today, no mistake was made. Brentford 3, Stoke City 1. Stoke scored with their only goal shot of the game. But Brentford, absolutely brilliant today. And I have to say, I had a sneaky feeling that we'd get a result today. And I was a bit nervous, but I needed to be not nervous at all. Thomas Frank is walking over to the Ealing Road fans. He's there with Sawyers. I'm hoping that's not a farewell Sawyers clap. I'm hoping it's just like, listen, I'm clapping. Thomas Frank's giving it the large. Loving this. You know, listen, he's got a lot of shit over the last few weeks from a lot of people, you know. Which is, you know, listen, everyone's entitled. But when I spoke to him a few weeks ago, he said, give me a strong team. Give me, give me Bococcio. Give me Jambier. Give me these players that aren't injured and give me some time to work with them. And I'm going to get some results. And to be fair, they play some wicked, wicked football out here today. All the Brentford players are coming over. Yeah, listen, there he goes. It's Bococcio, he's coming over. He's got some sort of sports bra on. It's interesting. Um, it's good one. John Vier, there we go. Even, even Dalsgaard has been getting a little bit of stick, but everyone, they're getting some good support. This has been, honestly, I'm very, very, very happy today. Absolutely teething tremendous, isn't it? It's fantastic. That was a really brilliant, brilliant performance. Every single player on that pitch played brilliantly. Uh, that kind of desire was there. The pace was there. The tempo was there. This is our Brentford back. It's absolutely superb. Uh, Camo and uh, Sawyers together are the dream team in midfield. They made everything work. Absolutely brilliant. The pair of them I can't fault them at all. Uh, big up to Watkins as well. His desire was much, much better than last time. Really, really superb performance. Not everything came off for him, but his desire was there. It's everything about it. The way we know he can play was there again today. 
fantastic performance. Our second and third goal, watch them back. They were beautiful, beautiful, beautiful goals. Beautiful, beautiful. Tell you something, I'm really, I'm not excited, but I've, I've, I've had this bus for, for, for quite a while, for quite a few months. Listen, people might say it's only one game and it's only Stoke City. Not be funny. Champions elect Stoke City, right? And they've got some big, big talent out there, players on some big money. But we absolutely chumped them up today, didn't we? Mate, that was superb, Billy. That was really, really good. It's one of the best games I've seen here for a long time. I thought Frank got the team spot on. I thought we got the subs spot on. So, you know, all the criticism a few people have had in the last couple of weeks for him. You know, respect to Bentley and Dowstar today. I've also come a bit of flack because I thought Bentley's distribution was excellent at the start. Dowstar was solid, gave us that bit of height. And for Sawyer's not came out of a match in a game where he was a genius is amazing. But Makocho today was absolutely out of this world. I thought he was stunning. Um, you know, absolutely the player that we thought we that we wanted and needed, and that was a quality performance. I'm, I'm buzzing. Buzzing, listen, bees are buzzing here. You can hear the celebration music playing in the background. You know when that music is playing, there's all sorts of dancing going on. Bees fans are very, very happy. But tell you something, they should be playing the celebration remix because this has been taking it up to another level, isn't it? Utterly brilliant today. Our best performance of the season. I actually think we were better today than we were against Rotherham first game of the season. We had two men in midfield against three men for Stoke. They had Klukas, they had Woods, they had Allen. Camo and Romain absolutely bossed it. And we bossed it all over the pitch. Never in doubt today, we were brilliant. Absolutely, teething, tremendous, brilliant, fantastic. Listen, we got the Margate posse in the house. That was a properly wicked performance, wasn't it? Yeah, back to normal. Back yeah. to normal, yeah, 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 we look good. Without a doubt. Tell me Rico, just, Rico, my man. You're feeling yeah, Rico. So yeah. tell me about Rico today. How much did he smash them to pieces on that left wing? Left foot. Scored a goal with his right foot. What more can you say? <laughs> Skinny little player. As tough as old boots. It's my main man. Well, look, 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 listen. Look, Stosie, before this match, were you a little bit nervous or were you okay? I was more nervous against the Norwich game, to be honest with you. I thought we'd get done by Norwich. But there was two very average sides on that day. But um, today... Confidence is back again, I think. Got the new year out of the way, and that's it. Oh, listen, I'm going to come back to this. The Thomas Frank, right, he's been getting a lot of shit. You know, everyone thought that he needs to go and all this kind of stuff, you know what I'm saying? But to be fair, he was dealt a bit of, I think he's dealt a bit of a bad hand, and a difficult hand, injury players, you know, changes in the side, trying to trying to tell the team to do, to, to get his game plan happening. Yeah, and if it doesn't work, everyone gets on, gets on his back, basically. You know, we lost, uh, I don't know how many games in a row. Was it three games in a row? No, we lost a lot Four. of games. We lost a lot of games. We lost a lot of games in a row. And um, even, yeah, I thought, I thought he might go. I thought the pressure might be uh, against him, but he's turned it around. We, you suddenly, if you've got a team that are playing well, they aren't suddenly bad players. They just hit a little blip, bit of bad form. You know, I caught a cold, basically, and now we're back. Bees are back. Bees are back. Cheers, Bill. Griffin Park, everyone is buzzing. Tonight is going to be a good night, apparently. I think it will, Billy. And, I, you know, I've only got three words for you, mate. I've been saying it to Robbie since, since it happened. Rico Henry's goal. Sublime. I was in tears, man, to see that goal go in, and he deserved it. What, what, had a great game. 
excited. We're turning that corner. There's all the negativity before Christmas. Thomas is turning this, this team into the team that we recognise as a good football inside. Stoke were here, just hooping the ball. Didn't know what to do half the time. There was a lot of scared going on. I mean, the, the, the eyes, you could see it. They were thinking, and Brentford, every time we just got the ball back, we were fighting, got the ball back. And they were, they were scared. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you can, you can see it. You know, and, you know, people saying, oh, Nathan Jones coming here, uh, new manager effect, blah, blah, blah. But do you know what? He's got a lot of work to do with those guys. Never mind that, though. We played a blinder today. You know, the, 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 their goal, Billy, their goal flatters them, mate. Their goal flatters them because we played so well. It was the only shot they had, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, about that. Yeah, so we, yeah, we just have 3 4 5 nil today. Absolutely brilliant. But do you know what? I'm going to say to you again Rico Henry's goal. Billy, Chris Ball from our broth is a happy man tonight. It was beautiful. Loved every second. Thank you. This is funny because I'm just walking past and everyone keeps saying, all I hear is people go, that was fucking brilliant. You know, sorry the swearing, unfortunately, but listen, when you get the excitement in your body, you can't help it. And tell me, Billy, I heard you say it. Billy, I did. I came out the back of the stand there and that is exactly what I said. Fucking brilliant. That was so enjoyable. I, I, I think... Absolutely, we played brilliant. We played them off the park. The millions of pounds worth of so-called talent they got, and we played them off the park. And our fitness levels depressing we today. Were all, we were all we were all over them, weren't we? We pr- we pressed, pressed, pressed them. No, didn't stop running. Everybody played really, really. Well. Soyers and Makocho in midfield were absolutely fantastic. And well, it's just a brilliant performance. We got our Brentford back today with that. I'll tell you, that was mind you. I thought we played very well against Norwich too. To yeah, be fair, we did. But listen, we didn't get the point. But listen, it's 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 steps, pro- progress steps. You know what I'm saying? And we're slowly making the progress, aren't we? Absolutely, Bill. Definitely, they look they look completely. They played for each other. Fantastic, great atmosphere. Griffin Park today, brilliant. Loved it. Come on, you bees. We're gonna have a nice beer now. <laughs> So listen, here we go. I'm, I'm out in the forecourt now and people are absolutely buzzing. That result was wicked. Brentford played really weak. Listen, we're not, we're not exaggerating. I'm trying to hold it down here a little bit. But how excited are you after that game? How, or, or, or am I just sort of hyping up a little bit? No, no, I think, I think you're not hyping up at all, mate. This is like, honestly, in terms of how skilled Brentford has been uh, this game, I like, you know, like Woods comes on and I think, you know, Woods is going to be outskinning all of us you know that's what I remember Woods is doing but you know there was a few moments in that game where I watched Woods get completely outskilled on the right side um, and you know it, it turned, some of them turned into goals we've had like three goals uh, that's probably one of the best results I've seen here for a while you know it's one of those games where I'm feeling really pumped up about Brentford and I'm happy to be a supporter and I'm happy that this club is doing doing as well as it is and hopefully you know get a run like Fulham we can be at the top of the top of the table by the end of the season well think I mean that'll, that'll be something else I mean we're start, let's, let's just take it one step at a time let's take it one step at a time but look listen this we've had a really really bad time and, the, and, and to be fair rightfully so a lot of the supporters have you know lost a lot of faith in what's been going on um the players, you can see, they were lacking in confidence. But I suppose you can see what happens with you get two or three results that swing them together. You start playing some decent football, and all of a sudden things change completely, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Thomas Thomas Frank got signed, and uh, you know our games didn't seem to do as well. And a lot of people I was talking to didn't seem so happy with how he was doing. But you know, just just take a step back and look at how we've been playing. You know, we're playing it much more down the wings. We're making more passes. The game feels like we're making a lot more progress you know and it feels more alive in the game and I think we've just been a bit unlucky with you know some individual plays and you know so we just had people out at the moment um, and yeah yeah but you know I think Thomas Frank's been great I love the way he's playing and I think that we're really going to see him shine over the next few games come on you bees come on you bees
Stoke City fans in the house here as well. And all I want to say to you, first of all, uh, as Beast fans, we play respect to Ryan Woods. We love Ryan Woods. We didn't want him to go. We were gutted when he went to Stoke City. Um, how has Ryan Woods been for you? He, when he first came in, he was absolutely fantastic. He made his starting debut at Hillsborough back in September. And we were actually sat in the, me and my dad were sat in the Wednesday end with Wednesday fans. And all of us, Wednesday fans included, were like, this kid's the best player on the pitch. And he's, he's clearly a talent. Um, unfortunately, last month or so, his confidence, along with the rest of the team's confidence, just looks shot. I don't really know what it is. Um, he's coming very deep. I think part of it is the, our back four's not good enough, and I think he's trying to come and take the ball from them. He's clearly a talent. He's clearly going to be good, but we really rate him. Unfortunately, him, along with the rest of the team, aren't really playing very well at the moment, but I rate him. He's, he's, he's just, he reminds me a little bit of Inzonzi. Um, I'm not saying he's as good as Inzonzi, but he's a similar sort of player. He comes and gets the ball. He can clearly control the game. Um, but unfortunately, as I said, because we've been so poor recently... His performances haven't been to the, the level which we, we've already seen him play at. As I said, first few games he was clearly quality, can control, control midfield. So yeah, I, I rate him and I think he's going to be a good player for us. But we're in a weird position at the moment. So, so I mean, Brentford match today, you play Brentford. Um, a lot of your fans have probably never been to Griffin Park. Um, I've got to be honest with you, I, I thought we were brilliant today. What do you think of the match? I thought the best team won. I thought... We, we don't look fit we don't look confident I think we came up against the side that wanted it more we were a bit unfortunate with the first goal but we we seem I don't want to compare us to Sunderland we're not as bad as Sunderland but there is a mentality around the club at the moment that is so we're so lacking confidence the fans the players as soon as we go a goal down it feels like that's it game over that's, that's it we were just second best um, I thought our midfield, it was like playing, it's like hot potato. They don't seem to want the ball, no one takes responsibility. Um, the first goal was unfortunate, second goal was a good bit of play from Brentford. Um, and the third goal, it was up the other end, couldn't really see it, but again, it seemed to be a decent finish. And But I think the, big, the, the biggest point for me was we, we didn't create anything. I think we had two shots in the whole game. It was, we, we just looked so slow, and it doesn't matter who we come up against, we're poor. So, I mean, I was focusing on obviously how Stoke were playing, and for me, it's same old. We're just not we're not at the races. Um, I mean, we had a new manager today. I think he's realised today what a big job he's got on his hands, because I think the whole club's got a losing mentality. To be honest, we we can't seem to win a game. When we do win a game, it's it's poor even then. So I thought the best team won, um, but I thought we were poor. I think we made you look better than you had been. I think. If we put up more of a fight and played a bit more football, it would have been a closer game. But that's not to take away the fact that Brentford were the better team. And, and from us, I mean, I'd say that we've been in a situation where we've played sides who are not being great, but we haven't had the fight, we haven't passed the ball around, we haven't done the right things, we've lost the ball in midfield, so we've actually given up the advantage. But for us, you know, to actually get yourself in that position, you have to play the good football. You know, I mean, if you watch on, the, on, the, on that third goal was on another level, and even that second goal was wicked, but, the, you know, we're... We haven't been playing the football that we expected Brentford to play because we've been lacking in confidence. So for us, I think that was a very, very, very big boost. But, I mean, for Stoke City, I mean, I've got to ask you, I mean, this, this season overall hasn't gone to plan. No, not at all. I think 
we had obviously last year was a bit of a disaster we got relegated that's never going to be good we came down we pinched Gary Rowett and I think the feeling was we'd taken an experienced manager who'd done well in this division I think the expectations of the supporters was too high at the start of the season I think the fan base myself included perhaps got a bit carried away and thought we would be serious contenders for automatic promotion that didn't happen very quickly became apparent that we might even struggle to be in and around the playoffs um, the squad looks unbalanced um, we're just we've got we've got a lot of deadwood from the Premier League I don't think I think Vowett got Vowett didn't help himself he came out and he slagged off well didn't slag off the fans but he had digs at the fans which didn't help I do think though that our fan base is incredibly fragile at the moment and incredibly impatient um, and they're expecting us you know there is a mentality and it's a wrong mentality there's a mentality we come to somewhere like Brentford and the expectation is we should be beating Brentford we should be beating teams like that and teams like Brentford as yeah. we call it we've, we've, got, like we've got we've got the t-shirt mate trust yeah. me if you buy Besotted.com go to Besotted.com teams like Brentford t-shirts on there I mean, in fact I remember we played Preston really early on in the season teams like Preston and it was teams like Preston and then that's when it became apparent and you know there's, we, club, there's three of us teams like Preston teams like Brentford and teams like Burton yeah and there is that mentality and I think what's interesting is you speak to Stoke fans and they say we know we know that we can't expect to beat teams like Brentford teams like Preston but then we still get caught in this trap of thinking that we should still be even though we will tell we'll say out loud no, we know that the Championship's a tough division. I still think there is an underlying feeling that we should be doing better. Um, on paper, you look at our team and you think that it should be doing better, but it's just, it's, there's, something, there's something rotten at the club. That the home, if you go to a home game, the crowd is toxic. You, know, you go 10 minutes and if we've not scored, they're getting on their backs. Um, and for me, they're just... We're just in a losing mentality. No one in the club seems to have any confidence. Um, I can't. I, I can't see us getting out of this division for a long time. I think we we run the risk of being more like Ipswich than we do of going back the other way. So I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you for three words to sum up. You saw this match today. How do you sum up this match for you? Three words. Three words. Not good enough. It's just yeah. Alright mate, safe, safe journey back, yeah? The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.